Polar vortex. What? What? Why are you saying that? Because it's a polar vortex. Oh, is that what this is we're experiencing? Yes. There's Uh, icicles everywhere. Yeah, this is pretty crazy. We are going through a weekend. We're shut in. Winter storm warning, 28 degrees currently. A high, I mean, sorry, tomorrow is a low of 12 degrees. Monday is a low of 9 degrees. Tuesday is a low of 19 degrees. It's now saying 9 as yeah, of yesterday, it was zero. I thought it was one, but I don't know. Mine changes. I bet if you looked at your phone, like even I just switched something and I now think, it says think, nine and seven degrees. Yeah, but I think this is the thing about weather. They, it's like it changes all the time, constantly within a certain range. They know it's going to be cold. How cold exactly? Mm, we'll see when it gets here. And of course, uh, Matthew was trying to close the garage door on Wednesday. And as the polar vortex was approaching... The garage door decided to crap out. I shut, I I I shut one of my door paintings in on one side, and it knocked it off the track. Yeah, well, thankfully it's fixed now. We got it fixed by always available garage door repair. We're not sponsored by anybody, <laughs> but in the last two episodes, we have been pitching stuff out there. We got That's Rocket right. okay. Book. Yeah, we got always available garage repair. The Rocket Book is awesome if you haven't used it before but yeah. check it out just google it you'll, uh, you'll see what it is so when okay. we start getting paid by rocket book you need to reach out for you know we need to reach out get some sponsorship some swag, some swag. okay all right so today um let's talk about something uh i think will catch people's attention there and it's the role of sex in art the role of sex in art yeah it was this was your idea too you somebody people that know us that listen to this might think this was mine because it's like well, yeah you know because of the, the you know the movie that i made yeah or, uh but well, that's, that's why not I my it, idea that's why i thought it'd be a great conversation to have with you because after making your first film this could i wanted to pick your brain on that but i'll tell you why i i wanted to talk about it today so we have been binge watching for Probably the past month. Uh, maybe. We've been binge watching Shameless. I don't know what made us start with episode one, but we are in episode six now and there are 11 seasons. And so last night when we were catching up, we were kind of laughing on the couch because I said, this is like a month long movie. Yeah. <laughs> that never ends. Well, and I think the first episode I ever saw was like in episode seven or so, or six or seven. And I was like, What's um, going on? I don't care about this. So, and I didn't do it. So we started from the beginning. And it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, start from the beginning, episode one. I still, in hindsight right now, I'm watching it, but I think that ep- the season one was my favorite of all. Yeah. Uh, season two is pretty good. Eh, everything's everything's to- good. It's start, but they're starting to reach as all episodics tend to do. They're starting to reach for storylines and they start changing things in a way that you're like, wait, I don't really care for that storyline. I don't like yeah. the way they change that. You know. So check it out. You could decide for yourself. But uh, this actually made me think about in the show, just di- forewarning, there's a lot of sex in the show. Like every episode, multiple characters and all storylines yeah. end up in bed. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and everything is fair game in this show. So yeah, yeah. if you are... Uh, don't don't curl up on the couch with your mom or dad. No, and try to turn or that kids on. Or, or kids or kids either. Yeah, yeah. So I thought about it. Made me think about. I mean, they had to have intentionally 
incorporated all these sex scenes in the show for a reason. And I'm always wondering why that is. Like, why why did the director or the writer choose to include so much sex in the show almost to where it's a character? It, Yeah, I agree with that. Um, in, with different people, but like, so I'll just ask you that. Like, why do you think... Or, or how do how do creatives choose the role that sex is going to play in? Well, I think that number one, this is a it's a good question. It's also a highly subjective topic. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has a di- like for, for for shameless for example, if you're an audience member that's going to walk in watching that show with your morals on your sleeve, you're going to get your ass burned. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. It's called shameless. So it's shameless. Everybody too. is shameless, right? Yes. So you have to be able to handle that. And the people who created that show knew what audience they were targeting. Now that that says a lot about because that's been a hugely popular show in the sense that they're 10 seasons in, they're still 11. going. Eleven seasons in, still mm-hmm. going. So what does that say about us as a society? You know, there's a question there. Yeah, because it was funny. I I had said something to a coworker of, yeah, oh my gosh, we started watching Shameless, but it's almost like it's taboo to admit to anybody in your work world that you watch that show. Because what does that mean about you? If well, you- it's it's almost like, uh, you know, like, uh, when oh, you wa- so that's what yeah, who it's, you well, are. Well, it's like being a member of Fight Club and then running into somebody at work that's right. also a member of Fight Club. Correct. It's like, oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, so I want to get your ideas on, let's, let's make let's it st- concrete. Okay. Let's start with the most obvious. Your movie. Oh, M- uh, well, okay. Go ahead. Well, what I was, was the most obvious The most obvious answer to your question is also, is going to be partly true, no matter what to you say. To get people's attention. Throughout history, at least the history of television, but probably more than that, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Yeah. Sells. Yeah. It works. Mm-hmm. Whether you're whether you're can can sit and back and say it's right, wrong, good, bad, otherwise, I don't care. It works. Okay. Okay. Now go on. So that's kind of we're gonna slide that off the table. Yeah. We're we just don't gonna have to say, address that now because we know. Yeah, we're just gonna say, okay, gotcha. If you want to catch people's attention, put one of those yeah. three in there. Yep. Or all three, like Shameless does, right? Yep. Okay. So now the second part is okay, in the first film that you made, right? In Silverfish, mm-hmm. uh sex was it wasn't the center it just was there were certain scenes where you included it and i was curious about why did you feel like it was necessary to include some of those scenes well in that case it was sex was a center piece in the in the sense that it was a thing that distracted these characters in their own different ways. So every character had one in that movie had one thing in common. Sex distracted them in some way, shape or form. Okay. You know, one of them liked to go to parties, crazy orgy type sex parties. One of them was feeling insecure about ever being able to, to, um, be a good sex, be a good sex partner to his wife. Yep. One of them was an actual sex surrogate whose job is to teach the art of having sex to a person like that right yeah. you know and the other is making a film about this whole type of thing and it's like for all of them 
sex has now become a distraction from life. Now, whether that distraction turns out to be good, bad, or otherwise, you know, in the case of the filmmaker, maybe they make a film, maybe they make a career, maybe, you know, we don't know. So why'd you choose sex and not, because you could have inserted drugs. Because drugs. drugs and alcohol have been done billions of different ways. Not but billions, so is but sex. I didn't think it had been done as often nor quite in that way. Okay. Um, I never have, at least I had never seen a movie. I saw a doc, okay, I'll tell you how it started. I saw a documentary about that, a similar part of that subject. A it, sex was, it was actually about a surrogate whose job, this was back in the 80s. Um, and she was, her job was literally to have sex with men who were feeling inadequate about being able to go out and find a partner kind of thing. And this was probably coming off the end of the 70s where you, in, you know, 60s and 70s, you have this sexual sexual revolution going on. So people are no longer in the mindset or a lot of people are no longer in the mindset of let me settle down, get married, have one partner for the rest of my life. Many people are out having casual sex. And in a way, this kind of spot, this idea was spawned because, well, they opened Pandora's box when this sexual revolution happened because now all of a sudden you've got a bunch of people out there having sex, which is okay, fine. But you now also have people going, wait, am I inadequate? Am I, am I, why does nobody want to have casual sex with me? And I almost think you could compare this to the, the social media craze of like, let me show you what I'm doing today that's so awesome. And if everybody's having such an awesome day, then you're going to sit back and go, wait, what's wrong with me? Why is my day not as awesome as all their days? And I think this was a more um, primitive version of that same problem. But the same thing's true with alcohol. You know, if I'm drinking all day or lubricated all day, every day, to some degree, I'm trying to find a loophole to make myself feel good or in some type of instant gratification. And I think sex does provide that for people or it can be used in that way it's obviously not just used to procreate yeah so well and so it also sparked in me so on the show so you say that in your movie i mean i guess that's the the question is why choose sex over alcohol over and you just said you thought that the others had already been explored. I and thought this they had been it. overdone and and done and 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 uh, well and not even overdone. I thought the others had been done well in many different way in many different movies that I had seen. I thought they'd already been done well. I had never seen one done about sex being a, a problem in a in a way that I thought was interesting. Yeah. I'm sure there were movies like that. Maybe I just missed some good ones, but I never seen it done well. Okay, well, so then. Um, another thing that I thought about after watching Shameless is um, this family that they uh, follow through the whole series is uh, living in the south side of Chicago. They live below the poverty line. Yeah. Like it's obviously a commentary. To me, the thing I've been wondering is this commentary on poverty, right? And how, why is it in the episodes that they often, no matter what age they are in this family, they deal with their problems through sex. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, it's like- It makes you understand- Even the neighbors, the neighbors are having problems because the husband doesn't want to have sex with the wife after she's had babies because he's too infatuated with the kids. Well, and by the way, I think a lot of these problems don't just, they're not limited to, to, to the world of poverty, but it does seem to be highly prevalent, prevalent in that, that world. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're below the poverty line or if you're rich as hell, 
yeah, you probably have the same exact problems. You just happen to live in a bigger house, right? With cleaner clothes, right? Right. Well, you have that's maybe I'm, that's something I've thought about many times. But I'm, you know, the I, extremes. I don't, I don't know for sure that it's true because I'm neither. Uh, below the poverty line, nor am I rich as hell. Yeah, we're just in the stuck we're in just the middle. in the middle, right? And so our our daily lives consist of work. wants and needs <laughs> that have to do with work, right? Work and making money right, to have right. a roof over our heads. To, and yeah, and you have other things you want to be able to do. Be it you know, all right, if I want to take this trip this summer, I gotta like make sure that I stay focused on all the things I'm doing right now, so right. that we're ready to do it. So, but rich people don't worry about that. And it and very often, if you're below the po- poverty line, it seems like I'm not going to say I know for sure, but it seems like you don't have as many opportunities as, say, somebody in the middle, certainly not as many opportunities as somebody at the very top. And so what ends up happening, what are you going to do with your day? I yeah. guess we'll just screw the day away. You well, know? you said something about how, um, you know, if you feel crappy all the time because you don't know how you're going to pay your rent or you're going to put food on the table the next yeah. day, you want something to feel good. <laughs> so sex is one thing that makes you feel good. Yeah. Drugs so. is another. Alcohol is another. Right. Right. So I think that's right. Yeah. I think that or I think there's an element of that that's right. I don't know if that's the whole. So I guess whatever. in this particular situation, this this TV show, you know, they added it as a way to highlight how this family, each individual deals with emotions and problems. Yeah. And I would be curious to ask that question of the creators because they really do. It's, it, it's, it's gotten pretty gratuitous and I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't shy away from anything as far as being able to watch it. I can watch most anything almost, but that part of it has made me stop. And especially having made, you know, when we made Silverfish, I, I, and again, I, I just hadn't seen it done well, or at least in a, hadn't seen it done in a way that I thought was interesting. And I'm not saying that I did it well. I did it the way I thought was interesting. But I, I, when I watched this at the very beginning, it was like there were moments where it felt very natural that for them to f- kind of fling themselves into this like. And usually when that, those scenes happen, it's like they jump on each other in a in a yeah. split second. And they don't care where they are. They just do it. They in just that- jump on like, and they really are. It's very primitive kind of. Primal. Cave, yeah, mm-hmm. primal. Right. Yeah. So um, I would be curious to know if they made that, if they were leaning really heavy on the idea that that happens in the world of poverty and that that needed to be a centerpiece. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. I was wondering if there has to be a reason if they're going to make it so off like occur so often that's a it, it they want you to go I why mean, in the hell are they having so much sex yeah i think they want the audience to say that because well, we're and, in season six by now i'm kind of going all right i know they're like i called it the second that i saw the woman on the screen at the for the professor yeah. at the college, i'm like lips lips gonna go after there in the next scene they were having sex yeah and it's like or they you just even, met <laughs> and you even said i, I mean for you to even say She's going to have sex with that guy. Now she's going to have sex with that guy. And wasn't she just with the other guy two seconds ago? Yeah. And so I don't think that that was by accident. I think that was a fully intentional choice of the creators to do that. And I I just... I'm, I will say I by now they're hitting the same note a little too much for my liking. But but it's maybe the... Tr- and this, and this now is a great it's, question. It's, it's elevating to different characters, though. Like it started with maybe the oldest sister, right? And the other kids were too young, but by season six or seven, 
the youngest kids are now old enough to be having sex. So now we see them in situations where it's just a repetition of what the older one we saw in the previous seasons. So to me, there's a commentary on it just replicates. It just continues, you know? And and I don't know, again, for sure. But I think that there is a heavy truth to that being a thing in that world. And you do often see that the more that people stay below that poverty poverty line it seems like the more kids they have too yeah. which 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 actually puts a lot of more people in the same position to, right. it just like you said replicates and not just that but replicates almost exponentially well, because in, of that in those situations the way that they depict it in the show too is that they don't care who's in the house when they're having sex no they don't care if they could do be it a kid, in the kitchen could be a, yep and everybody's walking through the kitchen. They don't care, you know? And, and so and is that realistic? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. But it is a good question, though, because of the fact that at some point, if let's say for right now, for the sake of argument, that that is a realistic depiction, that mm-hmm. they've created this based on some reality that you and I just aren't totally privy to. Okay. If they are basing it on reality and they're using reality to create a piece of art, for other, for, well, to, to create to, to a question, the re- well, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Well, and it is. It becomes. Well, I guess we can debate if it's art or not. But, okay. but let's just say that that's a piece of reality that they're using in an art form uh, to carry out this art form, and that art form is going to be meant to reach a bunch of other people that either don't know about it or that know it all too well. Well, at what point does the reality no longer become artistic? Because if mm. you overuse it, is it possible to like? Get numb to it. Yeah, right. Where, it's like where how, as an audience, you're like, all right, well, this, this is going to be what we see every scene. <laughs> maybe it's it's almost like I remember when I was a freshman in college and I did a research paper on the effects of violence, like kids watching violent shows and movies or video playing video games that were violent. Like, is it creating a numb? Like, are they growing numb to yeah. And that's, that's one probably a thing that, re- you know, parents have, have always or it seems like since we were kids, parents have been really kind of afraid of that sort of thing, which mm-hmm. maybe there's a really good reason for it. Mm-hmm. There's also maybe a case to be made that if you see that enough times, then maybe, you know, that that I don't know. No, I don't. I don't want to say that because I don't really know. That's that's a really it's a tough subject. And obviously, I think there's a place for these types of shows and pieces of art, quote unquote. Um, so, yeah, I guess because uh, then I was trying to think of different instances where I thought, why did they choose to do that? Um, another episode of a different show that comes to mind is that high maintenance show. Yeah, that one. I first, think. Go ahead. So on that, the, the high maintenance show is this guy that's a weed dealer, right? Yeah. And uh, he goes to deliver a weed to a client and it happens to be these two guys that just met on like Tinder or something. Right. And they show a pretty explicit sex scene between these two guys. I remember walking in and they put it in like 240 frames a second. It was super ultra slow-mo too. And wide angle too. Oh, totally wide angle. Yeah. Full, full, full frontal rear, everything. (laughs) There wasn't anything that moved the storyline ahead. So to me, I'm going to go back to the first reason that we said is sometimes you just do it to get people's attention, right? That that one felt like it was more of a strike to your attention or to your senses to get you to perk up. 
Yeah. It'd give you a hit, give you a hit of some kind of maybe dopamine or something. Just something to excite you for a second and go, what the hell am I seeing? You yeah. Know? And then and then you go back into the like story. Maybe that's what that was. It yeah. felt that way. And I feel like in movies and in and in TV shows, in these two pieces of art, it's like a lot of times it's to develop a character or have sex be its own like like a, a lot of times if you see a character having sex in these different situations, it helps you understand a little bit more about them. Like, yeah, absolutely. Right? And I okay, think they so, did that pretty well with Shameless, at least in the beginning. Okay. So to develop a character, right? That might be one. And then there's another part where it's, again, highlighting a, a situation, like we're saying, right? Is it making a comment on... Is is on a per, a portion of society? Yeah, is yeah. it making a comment on society or something that's occurring with groups of people in society? Then I think about paintings. Like we went to Europe, right? And when we went to Europe, I remember the first time we ever went. We went to Italy and we went to France, right? And so many like sculptures and um, paintings of naked men and women, right? And yeah. I I think a. A lot of the paintings to me, depending on the era, again, depicted sex, sex, but also, you know, depression or um, so again, conveying like emotions or. Yeah, but what but if you you know, this is where you look at history and if you're being objective. Shameless is just a moving picture version of the arts that they created in Rome and Greece and all these ancient civilizations, they did it too. They just didn't have movies to leave behind. They didn't have shows to leave behind. They had sculptures, they had paintings. And those paintings were derived with the same thoughts in mind that these people are thinking when they make a movie like that or a show like that. I believe that. I, I believe that that's been a, that, that is the beginning. Well, it's really the beginning, even more so than alcohol. They figured, obviously figured out sex before we figured out alcohol and drugs. But um, by figured it out, I mean, figured out that you can do it. Figured Now, as far as figuring out what's a healthy way to use it and what's not, we're still, jury's still out on that one. But um yeah, I, th I think it's really a great, the more you delve into it, the more interesting that question gets is what role does it have in art? Because it is so much a part of our, well, it's a, obviously a part of our DNA. So, so where does it, I think art should always be questioning stuff. And if it's questioning sex as a fundamental, like how we should be is using that right? in our lives. Is it a privilege? Is it a, you know, yeah. reflection? Like, what is it? How much sex is too much sex? Yeah. Right? And 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 how much is just getting and in the way to, of your life? Yeah, they had to have had a conversation around the table of like, at what point are we getting, are we overdoing it? You know? Well, and you figure there are, and maybe it is true. It's probably in all, all uh, economic societies, be it rich, poor, or all, there's some version of it. But when you think about people that get sidetracked by sex, it's a true thing. Like if you spend your day watching porn or, or yeah, or yeah, or, 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 buying, or hook it, trying to find yeah. some way to hook up with somebody. If, you, if that's yeah. how you're spending your day, that's going to take up time in your day and that's going to take up brain power. And it's going to also take up energy. If you actually are successful and have sex, 
Well, we all know you're going to get tired after that, probably. <laughs> and you're not going to be able to just like, oh, let me hop back up and go back to work. I'm going to hit the office and make sure that I, I mean, some people can probably do that. But, yeah. But most people know. And so I, it, it actually becomes a thing where it can ruin your life because you're not moving forward in any other facet of your life. You're just on this hamster wheel. Yeah. And that's, again, true of alcohol, drugs, mm-hmm. sex, whatever, you know? Yeah. So, I think that if it's depicted in a in a honest way in in art forms, if it's depicted in an honest way, I got no problem with it. If they're using it to just be exploitive of the of the um, of the act or of us as audience members because they know we'll perk up, then that's not so great, you know. Mm-hmm. And and there's a subjective as to who's doing that when, where, and how, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Well, so, okay. I heard, I have my top three. That okay. I think, what, what do we top three in here? So, exactly? <laughs> uh, the topic of the thing was the role of sex okay. in art, right? right. So, when, so, so your top three is going to be when it should be used or no, when it's okay. No, I'm oh. not, I'm not commenting on why <laughs> I'm not com- You're commenting on when you've seen I'm sorry. I'm not commenting on if it's good or not. Okay. I'm not saying sex in art is good okay. or sex in art is bad. What I'm hearing you say, what we were having dialogue about is why do you choose to use it? If you're a creator, why did you choose to incorporate sex into a scene, into a painting, into a sculpture, into anything? Why has that? What did you do that for? Yeah. Right. Like, it's the same thing of asking somebody why they chose to use colors or why they chose to use a medium. Yeah. right, Right. Right. And every artist will give you a reason. But. What I heard us brainstorm here were three possible reasons why okay. people use okay, yeah. sex. Okay. Yeah. So one easy one that we threw off the table fast was just to catch attention. Okay. Okay. The second was maybe to comment on something in society that is occurring. And then the third is maybe just to get the audience to question something, right? Ask questions maybe about their own self yeah. or the way that they're thinking about, in this case, sex and the world around them. Yeah. And I, I don't know. My my top three are probably going to be ultra biased because of the movie. That, well, you but, were thinking of it, I think, more of is it good or bad? And I was thinking of it. Of wait, is why, what good or bad? Is sex and art good or bad? I wasn't. I mean, I was I was dabbling in that, but I think I understood what you were okay, asking. Okay, mine yeah. was just like, why do people even choose? To like, use why it? is it there? I, I ultimately, I had that umbrella question okay. above my head the whole time, but I just yeah, we kind of went off into some other realms of it. But, um, I, I I think I think everything you said is absolutely. I I agree with that. You know, but I would I would just extend on maybe one part of that. Um, and just say that, like, for, at least for me, when I was work working on Silverfish and trying to pull that pro- that project movie together, um, you know, you always hear that saying, "You can never have too much of a good thing." That was kind of prevalent in my head while doing it because it's like, obviously, we know instances where you can definitely have too much of a good thing, and I know it's it, it's it's something that can happen in many forms. But if you know that there is such a thing as too much of a good thing, then you can apply it to alcohol. alcohol you can apply it to drugs. Right, yeah, you can apply yeah. it to whatever. You can apply it to all these food. different food. Absolutely, food. exercise, ice cream, ex- you know, exercise, shopping. shopping every you, you name it, hoarding, whatever. You can have too much of a good thing. And like I said, sometimes with the sex piece, 
it's such a really primal human thing that exposes you in a way that most, you know, most people walk out into their daily life and they're covering themselves up, not just with clothes, but with the way that they behave. And sex not just declothes you, but it also exposes you in a really vulnerable way. You know, there's, there's it, oh, it runs your body over pretty much, right? So I thought, you know, if that that thing gets away from you, if that particular piece runs away from you um, and and you allow it, it'll run your life and it'll ruin your life, you know? And so that's why I was exploring it in the movie that I made. But, but um, I think if it's done in a, in a, in a movie or in an art form that a lot of times that I, I'm, I know I'm not the first person to think that. So I think that's also a big reason why it gets put out there. Sometimes there's like, see, you doing this your whole life. You basically, for lack of a better way of saying it, you're fucking your life away. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's my take. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Interesting stuff there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You took us down the path today. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, by the way, that was episode 30. Congratulations to you Yay. and to me. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a great rest of the day and we'll see you with episode 31. We're in the 30s now. Stay warm. It's not in the 30s here. It's no. 27 yeah. degrees. All right. Adios, Adios. muchachos. Thank you.